Jesus' name. All right. If we remain standing for the reading of God's word this morning. Jesus. Let's fill out for the Lord for a little bit here. Dear God, we love you, Jesus. We bless your holy name, dear God. Have your way in our hearts, our minds, and our souls, dear Lord. You know all the need in this place this day. Oh, we give you the glory. We give you all of the honor, dear God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Holy and righteous are you, dear God. Holy and righteous are you, dear God. In Jesus' name. All right, the book of Acts, chapter 16. We give you the glory and the honor, dear God. Acts, chapter 16. We praise you, dear Lord. Holy and righteous are you, dear Lord. Acts chapter 16 and beginning at verse 25. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison was shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's hands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison on awaking, prison awakened out of his sleep, and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas, brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And by the help of the, the Holy Ghost this morning, I want to talk about a praise that brings deliverance. A praise that brings deliverance. Uh, you can be seated this morning. If, we've, if, you've, been, if you've read the Bible some amount of time or, or have been in, the, in church and read about the book of Acts church, the church that, the only church that Jesus Christ ever started, you will come to this chapter and you will begin to read about two men that went about preaching the gospel. They went about proclaiming the name of Jesus. And 
bringing that, that Acts 2.38 salvation message. Here you'll read in this chapter that these men found themselves in a spot, in a place um, that was not of any of their own fault. Um, what they were doing, they were simply proclaiming the word of God. Uh, they were simply bringing about the truth of God's word. And now they find themselves in this state where they are in a prison cell. And they are in chains. They are, they are behind bars. Um, and all because they was preaching the word of the Lord. You'll read before these verses, you'll read how that the people, that those that were there, that they got upset with Paul and Silas because what they began to preach, they had put an end to their gain. See, they were gaining money because they were uh, bewitching the people and with sorcery and so many different false teachings, and it was bringing them a profit. And so because of this, and as Paul and Silas, they come in and they begin to preach the gospel and, and people are listening and it's making a, a change in people's lives. Now persecution arises and they have been beaten. They have been thrown in a prison cell and they're behind bars. The Bible tells us that it was midnight. And so it was a dark time in their lives personally. Um, and, you know, some people find themselves in horrible situations and the truth is it's not because of anything that they've done wrong it's not because um, they have made wrong decisions or that they've been around wrong crowds or whatever it is but you know life has this way of just happening to us all and there are f hard situations that we have to face in this life there are trials there are things that will rise up against us and that will come against us, and that will test our faith. And it will even have you to ask, cause you to ask questions whether God is really there by your side, whether God really knows what you're going through, or whether God really cares about where you are. Um, and here in this situation, I'm going to tell you that it's in these times that the devil will attack the hardest. It's in a time of trial. It's in a time of a test. It's in a dark time where it seems like there's no way out. And it seems like that this thing is not going to pass anytime soon. It's in those times that the devil will come in and will cause you to believe that living for God is not worth it. He'll try to cause you to believe that it's best to throw in the towel, that this church thing doesn't work. That, that Holy Ghost that you put your trust in, that those words that they are preaching across that pulpit, it doesn't mean anything because this is real life. And that's not this, that word that they're preaching, it's not going to help you in it. The devil will cause you to believe that and cause you to think that in those times that you might as well throw on the towel, you might as well tuck tail and run, you might as well just give up and try something else. Maybe something else will work for you. Maybe something else will bring about uh, the answer that you're seeking and th that you're longing for. But I come to find out this morning that there's only one answer. And it's only found in one place. It's only found in one person. It's found in Jesus Christ this morning. 
I come to find out that in my darkest moments that, you, you know, some people in their darkest moments, they feel like it's, it's time to get on the decline. You know, I'm going to I'm I'm just, you know, I, I, I used to be about that church thing, and I used to be about the work of the Lord, and I used to be about, you know, giving my all to God, but now things are, 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 are chaotic in my life, and, and you know what? I'm going to just get on the decline, and I'm going to just do as, 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 as little as possible so that I can get by. I'm going to tell you something, that in those dark times, the answer is not withdrawing from the things of God. The answer is not withdrawing from prayer. The answer is not withdrawing from reading the word of God. The truth is the answer is increasing it. The answer is praying like you've never prayed before. The answer is, like, is reading the word of God like you never did before. The answer is getting your hands in the air and letting the devil know that I am determined that I'm going to serve God no matter what comes my way, no matter how tight it gets, no matter how much the pressure is, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to praise God. You know, sometimes and pe people think that the answer is pulling back. The answer is getting away somewhere off in the corner. The answer is running away from the situation and getting in some, some place, um, some secluded area where you're all alone by yourself. I'm going to tell you, being alone by yourself, that only, that only allows the devil to be able to beat up on you. That only allows the devil to have his way with you. That only allows the devil to play tricks on your mind and put all kind of weird ideas in your head and cause you to react and respond in ways that are not right. Um, I believe that when we, uh, when we begin to seclude ourselves and, and we begin to get somewhere in a corner and, and, and whatever it is that we're doing, I believe that God has something to say about it. I believe God is looking down on us and God is asking us the question. God is saying, why are you in this spot? Why are you here? Why aren't you continuing to move forward? Why aren't you continuing to praise and magnify my name? You'll read that the Bible says that Elijah, the word says that he began to tell the people, that he told them to choose you this day. He, he told them, um, how long will you halt between two opinions? He said, if, God, if Baal be God, serve him. If, God, if Jehovah be God, then serve him. And so they went on top of the Mount, Mount Carmel to prove exactly who was the one true living God. And it was proven that day that Jehovah, the creator of heaven and earth, that he was the one true living God as he answered by fire. The word of God says that he, he began, he, God answered by fire. He destroyed the false prophets. And just in a matter of minutes after this great victory, this great revival, the Bible says that the word came to him from Jezebel that if by this time, tomorrow, you will be dead. And he ran for his life. After that great victory, after revival, I'm going to tell you, the devil, it's always been said, but the devil pokes his head in the times of revival. In the times where God 
is trying to bring people and educate people according to his word and his truth, that is the time that the devil will rise up and the devil will try to tear apart, the devil will try to destroy, the devil will try to get people to believe that you don't have to pray like that, you don't have to read that Bible, you don't have to come to church like that, it is not necessary. But I've come to find out that if I'm going to be delivered, if I'm going to be set free, if I'm going to continue to have the victory, honey, i got to come to church. i got to praise with Listen, I'm going to tell you, it ain't, I'm not going to get deliverance by sitting down and thinking about it. I'm not going to get deliverance by whispering. I'm going to get delivered when I lift up my hands and I forget about who's beside me, who's behind me, who's in front of me, what people think about me. Deliverance is going to come in my life without making up in my mind that I'm determined that I'm going to praise God despite what people are saying, despite what they're thinking, despite how they're acting. I'm going to get lift up my voice and I'm going to get my hands in the air. Despite what my situation is like. And Elijah felt that the answer was to just run away. And to hide in this cave. And as he is there, he's in the cave and he's, he's licking his chops. The word comes to him. And the question is, what are you doing here? Don't let that fly over your head or go through in one ear and not the other because I believe that God when we get in that same kind of mindset when we get in our, our place of maybe it's a, it's a cave called depression maybe it's a cave called self pity maybe it's a cave called low self esteem and we get into that cave and we, and we tuck away in that, that little area of ours and we begin to just soak about how things are and how we feel life is unfair and how we feel that nobody cares about us and, and it's just us and our little, our little pity party that we're throwing. And I can say that because I've been there. I've fallen, I've fallen into that trap quite a few times and I've been there. And I come to find out that that doesn't do anything any good. Matter of fact, the devil loves when you are inactive. The devil loves when you are not involved. The devil loves when you come into a, a church service and you don't get involved in that church service because you're so focused on how things are back once you leave this place. And the devil loves. And you know what? The devil will show up to church just to distract you, just to keep your mind on those things, just to keep you tied up and wrapped up on how things are back home or how things are on the job or, or how things are with the finances. And it's all to keep you from praising God. It's all to keep you from magnifying and glorifying and lifting up the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. See, because the devil knows that the moment you do that, the moment you make it up in your mind that I'm not going to allow my situation to cause me uh, to be quiet. I'm not going to allow how bad things are to keep me from praising God. The devil knows that when you make up in your mind that I'm going to praise God despite how things are, he knows that things are going to change in your life, and it's going to change for the good. So he's come to church to get you distracted. 
to keep you, to cause you to sit there and allow, not allow the words to go get inside of you where you can begin to comprehend and understand what God is trying to do in your life. I want the devil to know one thing, that I've come with a made-up mind this morning, that I'm going to praise the name of the Lord. The Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. As I look around here, it looks like everybody is alive this morning. It looks like you got a breath or two in your body. I got news for you. That breath that you got in your body, it's meant to praise God. It's meant to glorify the King of Kings. It's meant to glorify the Lord of Lords. And I've come to praise him. I'm not going to allow my situation to keep me bound. And so the word comes back to Elijah again. What are you doing here? God wants, has some questions for some people this morning. Why are you here? Why are you in this place of depression? Why are you in this state? Why have you allowed the devil to cause you to, to, to get down into a place where you no longer worship with your whole heart? You no longer give me everything that you have. And so God, I believe God, looks down and I believe God is asking us some things. I believe God has something to say about it. If I allow my situation if I allow persecution, if I allow the opinions of others, if I allow uh, my circumstance to stop me from praising and walking in victory, I believe God has something to say about it. And so, but you'll read in the book of Acts here in chapter 16 with Paul and Silas as if anybody should have, lips should have been dragging the ground it should have been Paul and Silas. If anybody should have been depressed, if anybody should have been just, just fed up with how things was, it should have been Paul and Silas. As they are in a prison cell and they have been beaten. And you know the devil was doing a number on them. You know the devil came against them and cause them, try to cause them to doubt, try to cause them to believe that everything that you were doing is for nothing. It's not going to accomplish anything. It's not going to amount to anything. It is worthless. You know he did. But the Bible tells us that when, while Paul and Silas, as they are in this prison cell, and it is midnight, it is a, a dark time, the Bible tells us that these men, you talk about being full of the Holy Ghost. You talk about having a determination. Every time I read this scripture, something inside of me wants, I, I desire that God will put something inside of me that whatever it is that I face in life, that I have a made up mind, that I'm going to praise God despite it. That I'm going to get my somehow, I don't know what it's going to take, but somehow that I can still get my hands in the air. Somehow I can still lift up my voice. Somehow I can still muster up enough to, to be able to leap for joy, to be able to run an aisle, to be able to let out a shout. I, I don't know. Whatever I have to, whatever it takes, when I'm going through this trial and test, 
I want to have enough Holy Ghost inside of me that I don't sit there and I don't, my lip doesn't drag the ground. I don't throw a pity party, but I make it up in my mind that I'm going to get my hands in the air. I'm going to lift up my voice and I'm going to call upon the name of the Lord like never before. Because these men did not allow this situation to hold them down. And you'll find out that their reaction to their situation is what brought about a change. Do you know that your reaction to your situation will determine what happens in your life? It'll determine what happens and what the outcome will be. People don't understand that, that when you're going through a trial, and listen, everybody's going to go through a trial. Everybody's going to be put to the test. Everybody, it's going to, that fiery trial is going to come to prove out what, what I really have, whether I really got a hold of this thing the way that I say I, I do. That fiery trial is going to come, and it's coming to prove me. It's coming to prove my work. And the Bible, the Bible teaches that. And so these men are going through this trial not because they did anything wrong. It was just for, for them to go through it. That's what was ordained for them to go through. And as they are in this prison cell, I'm sure they wanted to complain. I'm sure they wanted to point fingers. I'm sure they wanted to play the blame game. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they wanted to throw on the towel. I'm sure they wanted to stop praying. I'm sure they wanted to close. They wanted to just be done with it. But something inside of them said, that's not the answer. That's not how we go about things. Listen, I'm going to tell you that if anybody should be able to praise their way through the trial and through the fiery test, it should be a child of God. It should be someone that says that, are, that is proclaiming that they have this precious truth, that they have this Holy Ghost. Do you know what you're saying when you say, I have the Holy Ghost? You're saying that you have God. You're saying that you have the Spirit of God inside of you. But I'm, in the last time I, I read the Bible, the Bible tells us that that Spirit, it gives us power. Jesus said, he told his disciples, he said that you will be endued with power from on high. He said that you will receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I got news for you. This Holy Ghost that I have inside of me, it's not some weak spirit. It is powerful this morning. And I want you to know that if there's anything that will help you to overcome, it is the power of the Holy Ghost. Somebody needs to make it up in their mind that I'm not defeated, but I'm victorious because of what I have inside of me. Somebody needs to stir up that good gift that is inside of them and let God have his way in your life. These men had an understanding that God is with us. God is with us. Not only is he with us, he is in us. The Bible says, greater is he that is within you than he that is in this world. And so I have an understanding that I have something great inside of me. 
I have something powerful inside of me. People say, well, you act like you got it all figured out, brother. No, I don't have it all figured out, but I got one thing that I have figured out. I know that God is great. I know that God is powerful, and I know that the Holy Ghost will break every chain, every stronghold off of your life. Honey, I don't have to live in defeat. I don't have to live in depression. I got the power of the Holy Ghost living inside of me. And if you don't have it, you can, have, you can receive that before you leave here this morning. And so these men had an understanding of this. And the Bible says that they begin to sing praises. They begin to sing praises. If we would just sing more praises and praise the Lord a little bit more, 